Martha died at 1 p.m. September the 1st, 1914, in Cincinnati. It was a Tuesday. Just a few Tuesdays before that, Austria had declared war on Serbia after the assassination of the Austrian Archduke. The Great War was beginning. But nonetheless, Martha's death was covered by newspapers and magazines around the world. Why? Martha led an unremarkable, sheltered life. Her death was quiet and expected. She died of old age. She was 29, or maybe 17, nobody was quite sure. But what made her life remarkable was that she was the last of her kind. Just 70 years before, her kind was counted in billions, but by the time Martha died, her species was wiped out from the face of the earth. Martha was an endling, the last passenger pigeon. The extinction of the passenger pigeon native to North America is often used as an example of anthropogenic extinction. Anthropogenic, meaning caused by humans. The wild pigeon is just one of the many species lost due to human activity. Human impact on the environment has been so significant that many scientists use the term Anthropocene to describe the latest geological epoch. During this period, humankind substantially affected the Earth's geology, ecosystems and climate. Various start dates for the Anthropocene have been proposed, from the agricultural revolution 12,000 years ago to the mid-20th century, but the epoch has yet to be officially confirmed as a subdivision of a geologic time. The term itself was coined by an American biologist in the late 1970s to refer to evidence for the effects of human activity on the planet, but was only popularized at the turn of the 21st century by the Dutch atmospheric chemist Paul Crutzen. Does the name sound familiar? It should. His research served as the basis for Molina and Rowland's ozone depletion theory, work for which he was, alongside them, awarded the Nobel Prize in Chemistry in 1995. In his paper entitled The Anthropocene, Crutzen writes, Human activities are exerting increasing impacts on the environment on all scales, in many ways outcompeting natural processes. This includes the manufacturing of hazardous chemical compounds which are not produced by nature, such as, for instance, the chlorofluorocarbon gases which are responsible for the ozone hole. Because human activities have also grown to become significant geological forces, for instance through land use change, deforestation, and fossil fuel burning, it is justified to assign the term Anthropocene to the current geological epoch. This epoch may be defined to have started about two centuries ago, coinciding with James Watt's design of the steam engine in 1784. Over the last few centuries, technological and medical advancements have allowed the expansion of humankind both in numbers and per capita exploitation of Earth's resources, Crutzen writes. Our activities grew into a geological and morphological force so strong that we're causing more rapid and more substantial changes to the environment. The ozone hole, a near-cataclysmic event, developed in a matter of just a few decades. But it's difficult to understand a change such as the ozone hole. As the title of one of our episodes says, when discussing the ozone hole, we're basically talking about invisible gases and invisible rays in an invisible atmosphere. It's different when a change like that happens right in front of your eyes. Earlier we mentioned that Martha, the last passenger pigeon, was an endling. 
Even without explaining the term, you probably understand what it means. An endling is the last known individual of a species. Once the endling dies, the species is extinct. It's a profoundly sad notion, but unfortunately, we've had quite a few examples of endlings over the last hundred years alone. Besides Martha, the last passenger pigeon, notable endlings include the last Tasmanian tiger, who died in an Australian zoo in 1936. Celia, the last Pyrenean ibex, who was found dead in January 2000, making this ibex probably the first species to go extinct in the new millennium, but certainly not the last. Lonesome George, the last known Pinta Island tortoise, who died in the Galapagos Islands in 2012. And it's not just animals who can be endlings. The last surviving specimen of a Mauritian palm tree, also known as the loneliest palm, has been housed in a botanical garden in Mauritius since the 1950s. But Martha might be the most famous of them all, and that's because the disappearance of the passenger pigeon in North America was so sudden and so unexpected. Once there were billions. That was the name of the exhibition featuring Martha, put up by the Smithsonian in 2014 to mark a hundred years after her death. One of the earliest written descriptions of the passenger pigeon appears in the 17th century. In 1674, a man named Joseph Jocelyn writes, the pigeons, of which there are millions and millions, I've seen a flight of pigeons in the spring and when they returned back to the Southland for four or five miles, that to my thinking had neither beginning or ending, length or breadth, so thick I could see no sun. Jocelyn is not exaggerating. There are many accounts from that period describing passenger pigeon flocks as being so dense that they blackened the sky. It's estimated that at the height of its population, it may have been the most numerous bird on earth. The sound you hear is not the passenger pigeon. Its flocks were gone from the sky long before sound recording became widespread. In 1810, John James Audubon, naturalist and ornithologist, estimated there were five billion birds in three states, Kentucky, Ohio, and Indiana, alone. But that was soon to change. Writes in his book, The Passenger Pigeon, that by the mid-19th century, pigeons were being killed in their millions. The pigeons supplied a means of living for thousands of hunters who devastated the flocks with nets, guns, and fire. There were so many pigeons being hunted in such great numbers that a news item from the April 4, 1850 edition of the Jeffersonian Republican talks of a hunter who killed 2,000 birds in just one day. Yet so vast were their numbers that after 30 years of observation, Audubon wrote that even in the face of such dreadful havoc, nothing but the diminution of our forests can accomplish their decrease. And he was right. Overhunting and deforestation were to become the two main reasons for the wild pigeon's disappearance. But some early environmentalists already sounded the alarm in the 1850s, in 1856, Benedict Henry Revoil, after having witnessed a pigeon hunt, observed that if the world does not end this before a century, the amateur of ornithology will find no more wild pigeons except those in the museums of natural history. A year later, a bill was brought forth to the Ohio State Legislature to protect the passenger pigeon. The report of the Select Senate Committee rejected the proposal, stating the passenger pigeons need no protection Wonderfully prolific, having the vast forests of the north traveling hundreds of miles for food, it is here today and elsewhere tomorrow, and no ordinary destruction can lessen them or be missed from the myriads that are yearly produced. 
the greatest slaughter of pigeons took place in Michigan in the late 1870s, where the last large nesting of the bird was found. In 1878, 50,000 birds were killed each day for nearly five months. After that mass killing, sightings of the passenger pigeon in the wild became rarer and rarer. The skies cleared out. Martha was bred in captivity once the passenger pigeon was as good as gone in the wild. The Cincinnati Zoo that housed Martha even offered a $1,000 reward for anyone who brought them a mating partner, but no one ever claimed it. For years, the last confirmed sighting of a passenger pigeon in the wild was in 1900, when a young boy shot it with his BB gun. In 1897, Michigan banned pigeon hunting for 10 seasons, but it was too little, too late. In 1913, one year before Martha died, the El Paso Herald ran a headline, One Bird Survives Millions. The article's author, Frederick Haskin, calls the bird disappearance a story of revolting cruelty and butchery, and anticipating the passenger pigeon's impending extinction, he writes, The passenger pigeon is gone from the earth forever, like the great auk and the buffalo. It has been unable to adjust itself to the age of the white man in America. Ozone is the latest season of Climate Solutions. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, and other podcast platforms. This is Ozone from the European Investment Bank.